0: Myron Demkew, I think, striking uh, the right tone yesterday in talking about an issue in our city, which is hate crimes, but also the uptick since the Hamas invasion of Israel and that slaughter, and how... This city is not going to tolerate any kind of acts of uh, violence or intimidation or any form of verbal abuse that is motivated by hate. But also, the Toronto Police Service will ensure the right to peaceful protest. We're joined right now by the Deputy Chief at Toronto Police Service, Lauren Pogue. It's (coughs) nice to have you.
1: Hi, good morning, John.
0: Let's diagnose the problem first because, um, you know, these are some concerning numbers and I have to think very, very few, actually. I can only imagine a fraction of hate crimes are actually reported.
1: Yes, uh, we definitely know that hate crimes are underreported and uh, you know, noting that uh, certainly they are on the rise. Uh, Part of our work is not only responding to and investigating hate crimes, but also uh, really just educating the community. Uh, We had um, uh, some time spent with counselors recently so they could share, uh, you know, what people need to do when uh, they have suspected hate. Um, They could really just share that with their constituents. So there's a lot of education that uh, that we're doing as well during this uh, difficult time.
0: Okay, can we talk about the spectrum of what form this sort of, you know, a hate crime takes? I mean, I guess, does it just start with somebody uttering a slur as they pass you by on the street and then work its way up from there?
1: Uh, it could be many, many different things. What we're seeing uh, mostly is uh, mischief, acts of mischief, uh, which would be, you know, vandalism, uh, graffiti, uh, uttering threats. And that is, uh, you know, personally or, um, you know, through emails or online and, and also harassment.
0: And overwhelmingly, I think the majority of reported hate crimes are crimes against Jewish people.
1: We definitely see that over and over again. And, um When we look at our latest numbers since the conflict began October 7th, we've had uh, 14 hate crimes. Twelve of those are
0: anti-Semitic and and two were um, anti-Muslim, anti-Islamic. Has anybody been uh, busted in association with any of this? Have you taken anybody in?
1: We did actually. We had a we had a mosque um, that had been um, uh, there was some mischief there, and and we actually uh, did uh, have an arrest. Um, it was a person from Burlington, and there was a press release on that. But um, certainly, every single um, uh, every single act of hate we we take very very seriously, and investigate it to its fullest. So we have uh, liaisons across our service that um, are the first point of contact with our frontline officers, sort of investigating those uh, acts of hate. And then uh, we actually have a hate crime unit, our specialists in the city that review every case to determine whether it in fact meets the threshold. And then uh, if we are able to determine who uh, is responsible, then we, we lay those charges in consultation with the Minister of the Attorney General.
0: We talked off the top of this conversation about how underreported hate crimes are. So somebody listening right now, if something happens to them, do you encourage them to go? And do they actually have to? Can they file something online or do they have to go to a police station? Uh, no,
1: well, they could just call us. And, and certainly um, uh, right now we have a, a, a heightened presence in uh, both the um uh, you know, areas, uh, places of worship, uh, faith-based education, uh, education institutes, and and really just uh, areas where the community is known to gather. So the community is going to see that heightened presence. They're going to be seeing officers in their community, um, sometimes with their lights on, and they can certainly approach those officers as well as uh, use utilizing. Um, uh, you know, our uh, non-emergency line as well to have an officer respond.
0: Are there aspects to this stepped-up security that you don't tell us about for, you know, operational reasons?
1: Well, there's certainly, you know, intelligence that we're monitoring uh, constantly. But I can still, um, you know, share that we have no known threat to the City of Toronto, um, but we do have uh, an increased uh, resourcing and, and officers who are deployed permanently across the entire city. And uh, we are meeting with, um, uh, you know, faith-based leaders and uh, other leaders in the community. And that's that's right up to our command team in chief. We're utilizing our, our uh, Jewish and our Muslim liaison officers in the service and really just connecting with the community to get a sense of, of how they're feeling, what they need and, and where we can, uh, you know, best be to uh, you know, to alleviate the stress and worry uh, about their security in the city right now.
0: We're talking with Toronto Police Service Deputy Chief Lauren Pogue. And just how, you know, fraught a situation is it when we do have protests and counter-protests, and it's been quiet over the last few days, I think, but, you know, for members of Toronto Police Service to try and keep everybody apart?
1: Well, we certainly, we you know, we have a, a amazing, um, you know, uh, highly... Uh, Uh, trained officers in our city that really do this every day. Many people probably don't know that there are, you know, many, many protests every week. And we have officers that are dedicated to that kind of work. Um, But certainly we do have uh, resources ready and we are responding. And, you know, we, you know, we want to uh, facilitate peaceful protests, certainly. And, uh, you know, we just encourage everybody that while people want their voices heard, you know, to do it in a respectful way, uh, we're not going to tolerate acts of violence, acts of hate, uh you know, in those uh,
0: in those protests. Okay. On one other file, I just wanted to ask you because we talked to a superintendent not long ago about this stepped up and a collaborative effort between multiple police forces to crack down on auto theft and carjackings, and there's been a modest success in that. I think.
1: Yes, for sure. Uh, certainly, um, anytime that we can collaborate, we we see this uh, this concern across the entire province. And any time that we can collaborate and bring our resources together and and our intelligence together to to try to mitigate the problem is certainly very helpful. And uh, we do have some very focused resources now who are going to be doing that work.
0: Thanks a lot for this. Good to have you this morning.
1: Thank you very much for having me. Enjoy your day.
0: That is the Deputy Chief at Toronto Police Service.